Hi, everybody. This is Bev. Welcome to the first of what will hopefully be very many episodes of Bevelations, Cocktails and Conversations with Philly's Most Fabulous. So I am a huge podcast fan and listen to a bunch of amazing podcasts and wanted to try to start something here for us in Philly because the Philly performance uh, scene is so vibrant with so many different types of performers and a lot of us have these uh, public personas but not many people get to see behind the wig and the makeup or behind the burlesque name or behind whatever type of performer uh, presents themselves. I'm going to hopefully have a large variety of people join me for these little conversations. And um, I don't want to waste too much time uh, here in the beginning because this episode is a bit long. But um, I sat down for my first episode with a very good friend of mine, uh, Philadelphia's current Drag Wars winner, uh, Miss Anita Manhattan, for a fabulous little interview. Uh, So as the title says, this is Cocktails and Conversations. So I think it's going to be fun in these episodes to try to pinpoint... (laughs) <laughs> the drunken level, the, the level of intoxication, if you will, during our conversations. The ending is a little bit loosey-goosey, but it was our first episode. Also, I apologize. The audio level is a bit low here in the beginning, uh, here in this episode. I'm hoping to have that corrected for future episodes. But take a listen and enjoy this first episode with my very good friend, Miss Anita Manhattan. Bye. are joined by Anita Manhattan. This gal has the shoulders of a linebacker and the legs of a pinup, doing all she can to keep old school, keep old school, old school what? Alive in Philadelphia. Current winner of Philly Drag Wars and an AIDS fund bingo verifying diva. That's fucking hard to say. I know, right? You can find her traipsing around town, wearing one of her own creations, looking and looking, you needed an and there, looking for her three favorite things, rhinestones, tequila, and sailors. Please welcome Anita Manhattan. Hi, Anita. Hi. Hi. You're my guinea pig for this. Yeah. So uh, we are sitting in my apartment right now, um, currently being stared at by about 30 wig heads. <laughs> I was just on FaceTime with my boyfriend who was like, why is there a wig now? On the piano, there is. The wigs are taking over my apartment. They're like gremlins. And we're ha- so this podcast is called uh, Bevelations, Cocktails and Conversations with Philly's Most Fabulous. So I am enjoying a nice cold glass of Pinot Grigio with an ice cube in it. What are you enjoying? I have a tequila and soda. That's your signature. It is. It uh, is. So Anita is known for her uh, for snorting tequila through her nose <laughs> at Drag Brunch. <laughs> Or maybe just once. Maybe just once. I'm sure it'll happen again. So this is the first of hopefully many of these podcasts where I'm going to sit down and interview friends, contemporaries, people that I've looked up to. You're none of those. No. You're you're just a guinea pig. <laughs> um, to find out what makes them tick, what makes um, what they maybe enjoy about Philadelphia and the scene here, what they don't. Um, their favorite numbers that they do, maybe their uh, most embarrassing moments. So uh, let's see. Let's start. Let's start as Julie Andrews would say. Let's start at the very good <laughs> beginning. A very good place to start. Uh, so where are you from? I'm originally from a small town south of Pittsburgh called Washington, PA. 
That sounds fun. Uh, Approximate. What's what's our population there? Oh God, I don't know the population. But to give you any hint, small, medium, large, small, very small. Okay. And to give you any hint of what it was like, uh, if you read in the news a couple of years ago about the high school that had the anti-gay day, that's where I graduated from. <laughs> <laughs> just just a little. Well, yeah. That's that's well. I mean, I went to a high school that's now known as Heroin High. So you know what? Oh, cheers. Give it, up, give it up for Roots. Cheers um, to that. So you are very, uh, you, you do have the shoulders of a linebacker. I and do. If, if you're one of the few queens that, like, you could probably walk down the street and no one would have any idea that you are a, a beautiful lady by, by uh, night because by day you look like a fucking rugby player. <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So um, when did when did the whole drag thing start? Uh, as with, I feel like, almost every other queen I know, it was Halloween. Oh, okay. Um, but it was kind of a bet. Uh, one of my best friends at the time, we had just seen Wicked. Okay. And she threw out the gauntlet and was like, we should be Elphaba and Glinda. Like, <laughs> oh, so you started big. Well, I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I want to be a boy. And then... <laughs> Most gays like, I'm going to be yeah. Britney Spears, <laughs> and I'm going to wear shoes from Easy Pickens. So, no, you're like, I'll just be fucking Elphaba. Well, I was like, no, I don't want to do that. And then she was like, oh, it's okay. You know, blah, 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 if you don't want to do it. So she went away one weekend, and I made, actually, Glinda for myself and Elphaba So you, okay, so now when did you learn to sew? Because for those who don't know, Anita is not only a fabulous performer, but she also makes all of her own clothes, and you style all of your own wigs, right? Uh, yeah. All of your own wigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I started sewing when I was about 15. Because, like... I have always known I wanted to sew oh, okay. and design costumes and... Yeah. Good for you. I've always loved clothes, so... Well, well get it, girl. I, um, I have a sewing machine that's been sitting in that closet for about two years now <laughs> that my boyfriend got me for my birthday, and it's a major bone of contention. He's like, well, I would love for you to make something your own. Well, <laughs> my boyfriend is from Tennessee. Sorry. If you couldn't for, tell. For those who aren't aware. If you couldn't tell. So, um, so you made your own fucking... <laughs> Congratulations, Damien. You really outgaged yourself that time. You made yourself your own first drag costume. I did. And how did they turn out? Um, pretty well. They turned out pretty and well. And were you Glinda or were you Elphaba? I was Glinda. Okay. Um, and it was good. Uh, of course, my makeup was like sorority girl. I like Who pinched I to, my cheeks and wore, Who am I to make fun of me? wore lip gloss. Who am I to make fun of um, It was fun. We ran around town and uh, it was a good time. Okay. And so you moved to Philly how long ago? Well, I went to school in Westchester. Okay. Uh, and then I moved to Italy, and then I moved back to Philly in... Oh, she's a cosmopolitan girl. <laughs> Look at her jet setting. <laughs> jet set eleganza, yes. 2004. Okay. Why Italy? Just uh, That's where I went to fashion school. <laughs> Shut the fuck I didn't know you went to fashion school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I finished up at Westchester for costume design, and then I went to a school in Italy called... Instituto Marangoni and got a fashion degree. In what part of Italy? Milan. Well, shit. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And so then, um, so drag, did you continue with drag after the Halloween thing or? No, no. I didn't do it again. Uh, for maybe? Was her name Anita Manhattan then? Or no, was no, no. It? Oh, okay. No, no. This is, Anita, Anita was born way later than that. Okay. Uh, was there a previous name? No. Okay. Because I was always somebody else. Uh, the Halloween after that, I had a really beautiful blonde friend, and we went as Samantha and Andorra. <laughs> Obviously. 
So sensing a witch theme, but anyway, yeah. keep going. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Uh, and then I started actually doing more drag through Gay Bingo. Oh, okay. Yeah, which was through rugby, oddly enough. Uh, one of my teammates was like, hey, we're doing Wizard of Oz Bingo, and I know you have a Glinda gown. And yet again, I was like, oh, I don't want to do that again. Okay, so for those, so explain, treat this like people have no idea. Okay, so gay Philly bingo Gay Bingo is uh, through the AIDS Fund in Philadelphia. And it's a monthly themed bingo where we actually do play bingo, but it is hosted and run by drag queens and volunteers. Um, a sellout crowd is around 700 people. Shit. It's super fun. And y'all like pull out all the stops from what I've seen. I've, I've, I've tried to do it a couple of times, but my schedule never yeah, works it's, out. It's but wacky to do because like, it's a Saturday. Yeah, and y'all like pull out all the stops in terms of costumes. Yeah, we have a bunch stuff. of girls that are like other costume designers. Thunder Showers, another costume designer, always makes huge things. Maddie Milan, who's a designer I for. I love Maddie I Milan. I know, I love her. She's, Maddie Milan, come back. She's a designer for anthropology and one of my favorites, and Stelladora, and everybody just. It's just fun because the crowd's super into it. Right. So, and the crowd dresses up too, which is also cool. And how long have you been doing that? Uh, that's been seven years now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. It's been a long time. And so, and then you, so, okay, were you just doing bingo? And then how did you then move on to? Actually doing drag. Well, like you were, you were in the dollhouse. Yes. For a while. Dollhouse, it was a uh, weekly show here in Philly for probably, God, what, a couple, four or five years? Easily, yeah. Um, it was, I moved to Philly about four and a half years ago and it was one of the first drag shows that I saw, and then I got to join the cast a little bit later on towards the end of it. But you were you were already had come and gone by yeah, the time yeah, yeah. I, I came out on the scene. I think just before you were there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because we didn't meet until the final dollhouse when like all of us yes. came back. I had only ever like passed you like briefly like yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in a crowd. Okay. So and how long were you in dollhouse? Uh, I think it was like a total of like eight months. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't super duper long. So Dollhouse was like a fun weekly show. Back before there were a million competition shows, it was basically just like every Wednesday or Thursday night, you just came out and saw a drag show. There were different themes each week, um, run by Mimi I'm First. It was at Boyer and um, RIP Dollhouse. I miss it sometimes. I will admit, I get a little misty-eyed sometimes when a uh, party girl, our... Uh, <laughs> our um, our closing number comes on, like, shuffle, or fucking, like, Carl Michaels will play it at Woody's, and it's like, God damn it, Carl. I still don't have... know it. <laughs> we did the same choreography every time. I am I not still... a dancer, and that's like, I feel proud, like, I still know that choreography. I still don't know it. That's funny. Yeah. But, you know, so bingo, like, I did bingo for, I, th- I want to say, like, a year and a half before I did ever And now all that money goes to charity, right? It all goes to the AIDS Fund, and that's then the awesome. AIDS Fund delegates where it goes right. and it goes to the William Way Center which is a, right. a LGBT center in Philadelphia if you're not from here um, it goes to various things and we, we switch it up to um, like around Christmas it goes different places oh okay um, so it's super fun so go check it out do something nice yeah go do see it fabulous drag queens phillyaidsfund.org uh, donate your money so okay so then um, so you'd been you'd been an established queen for a while and then you decided that you hated your life <laughs> <laughs> and you needed to do something to stab yourself repeatedly in the head, and you decided to be a cast member in, or you decided to compete in Philly Drag Wars. I did. Cycle 72. Just kidding. <laughs> drag Wars, cycle, what is it? Were Seven. You, 
We're about you to were hit seven. Eight. We're about to hit eight. Yeah. Coming soon. And it, don't listen to us. We're making fun of 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 uh, making saying that it's awful. It's actually a great experience. And I personally owe most of what I have Philly drag wise to my experiences in drag wars. But let's talk about your experiences in drag wars. Okay. So you're easily the most seasoned queen to come through, at least in the time that I've been involved with it. Because most seasons, like my season, had like. Queens that now are working all the time, queens like Aloe Vera and Iris Spectre and Aurora. Right. But we were like baby queens when we started out. It was basically like you. And well, we had <laughs> and Anna. Well, yeah, true. Anorexia and from Estella. Oh, and Estella. Yeah. So Estella's been doing her thing. Just not like necessarily like Philly in this, girls. In this scene. Yeah. I think one of them, I can't remember if it was Anna or Estella, had been doing drag longer than me. Oh, okay. But other than that, well, it was Anna like, hadn't been. Anna started doing drag a little bit after me, so I maybe think it, it was Estella. Must have been Estella, because she's been running her Estella Sweet. Shout out, hey girl, owner and proprietor of Heat Nightclub in Northeast PA, Wilkes-Barre's number one gay and lesbian destination. Bing. It's a good. Time. I better get residuals for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or at least another stay at the beautiful scenic Janetti <laughs> Best Western <laughs> Hotel, the best the best hotel that a drag queen can can ask for. Um, Sheets is in walking distance. Sheets is in walking so. distance. And there is a little mannequin in the lobby that may or may not come to life in the middle of the night and try to kill you. Yeah. Anyways, so you talk, talk, talk to us again. Like, you were approached, I'm sure, by a bunch of us to get you involved with, with Drag Wars. And had been previously. Right. And you said no before. What made you say yes this time? Um, every other time before, I had had either a full-time job. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, unlike you, do not do well with staying out late and then getting up early. Oh, it's getting harder and harder. I can imagine. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Um, or because I'm a costume designer by trade, I, I couldn't say I have this amount of time that I have nothing else to do. Right. And it just so happened to be that this time it, it just worked out that I all of a sudden had all this free time. Maybe this time <laughs> she'll be lucky. So, um... Tell us about, like, you, you won, so clearly you had a fabulous experience, but talk to us about it. It was... I talk, did. Talk to us about your journey. No, I, I had a really, really, really good time, and one of the reasons I did it, and I caught a lot of flack... You had a fabulous mentor. I did. I had a certain mentor. <laughs> Which was me. Named Bev. <laughs> um, I, I caught a little flack from some of the other girls, because I had been doing drag for a long time, right. but uh, I, I feel like it's such a different thing... Right. Like, my... Okay, so my aesthetic is very vintage and very old school. And, mm -hmm. like, if you don't know me, that's that's what I do. And it was really, really cool. And as... I hate to say this, but as an artist, like, I'm from a theater background. So, like, it's been so much fun to have to do things you would never, ever in a million years do. Like, be a drag version of a jazzy scooter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> fucking jazzy scooter or do, or do an entire pageant as a python or a cobra or, wait what, what were you 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 were a superhero who was canadian i was maple syrup <laughs> which I was, is no I was my new villain. favorite oh you were super villain yeah, super maple villain. syrup which is one of my new favorite names to give ladies at drag brunch <laughs> because it's innocuous enough and it's like not offensive and if i can tell that like they're not gonna like the name like i eat a lot of pussy right we'll just go with maple syrup because it's super brunchy yeah true yeah, yeah. But um, yes, you have a whole arsenal of numbers that, that you'll I will never <laughs> do again. But you could pull out that jazzy scooter number. But I, I threw it out. Um, 
But no, I did end up with a lot of numbers that I would have never, ever thought. Yeah. Like, the week that you did the, the, the Disney Villains Week, and you had to do, she had to do Lady, I always call Lady her Trample Maine. That's not right. Trample Maine. Tremaine from, um, from Cinderella. Cinderella. That costume was A, fucking amazing, and looked like it walked out of any, th- like any Disney theme park. And B, that mix was so funny. It was, it was so good. And that is a number you could do. You could do that. I mean, you wouldn't want to change clothes for brunch. But, like, yeah. that's such a fucking good number for, like, something like that. I've done it for... A straight girl crowd Yeah, I've done it for a couple of up. things, and I... Yeah, a straight girl crowd would eat that shit And I up. love to do it. That's the other thing about yeah. it. It's yeah. really, really fun to do. I have other mixes that I'm like, oh, this... I know it goes well and it works well, but it's not as much fun. That was just pure, wacky fun. Right. But, um, so, you... I will say that you handled some of the, um feedback from other contestants and behind the scenes <laughs> drama very well you never seem to get too um involved in all the shenanigans backstage to, as to which there were uh, multiple <laughs> multiple scenarios anytime you get multiple drag queens together in a com- competition setting there's going to be um headbutting oh but yeah you always seem to be above that which i think is something that maybe i could learn because i I will admit, I get, like, riled up and in that shit mar- far more than I probably should. I try as hard as I can not to. I think I think be, having been an actor and coming from a theater background, I feel like I have a little bit of a thicker skin when it comes to stuff like that. Right. Um, and some of the things, I just laugh off. Like, I was just like, you know, and I, I don't know. I'm also super competitive. So a lot of it was like, okay, that's cool, but... I'm not going to let that detract from what, what's going on in my head because I don't want to win. Right. Are we allowed to swear on this podcast? Uh, girl, I don't give a fuck. Fucking fuck, <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. Do you hear that? That is not only the sound of a helicopter outside of my window because I live near Jefferson. It's also the sound of my mother listening to this and going, oh, Andrew, language. I don't like that. <laughs> my mother sat. We're recording this on um, Wednesday, February 1st. I don't know when it's actually going to come out. Hopefully soon. But um, not to hijack the story, but my mom came to Bitch Fest on Saturday night. So you mad didn't. didn't Thank you so much her. for being a supportive friend. Um, <laughs> but I started the show with my Trump uh, piss party number. Awesome. Um, about Trump peeing on Russian prostitutes. Yeah. And I started off with like singing in the rain and was wearing a yellow poncho. And I could just see my mother go, oh, no. <laughs> like the second she realized what was about to happen. And then she just immediately, like, the arms crossed, the legs crossed. I think at one point she pretended to look for something in her purse, which is what she does when she gets uncomfortable. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, I was sad. Shout I out shout out to Judy. I was going to say, I'm really sad that I didn't get to see Sh- Judy. Well... Oh, you're you're sad. <laughs> you didn't get to see Judy. My, my most people come to my fucking shows because they like my mom more than me. It's sad. It's sad but true. <laughs> sad but true. So, anyways, so getting back to you, not yes. about me. Drag we'll get back voice. to me later. So, uh, you won. I so did. Congratulations. Thanks. Has your life changed tremendously since winning? Um, <laughs> Philadelphia Drag Wars Cycle seventy two. Um, I do have to say it was, uh, well, it, it also served another purpose of me doing it. One of the reasons I wanted to do it is that I found myself with a lot more time to perform and not necessarily getting booked much. Like you booked me. 
some other Queen's booked me. But other than that, like, I wasn't getting any other shows. This was prior to Drag Wars. Before Drag Wars. Yeah. Because I do have a very specific aesthetic. Right. Um, which I feel like appeals to a lot of people. And I'm certainly not right for some shows. Mm-hmm. You know, I end up getting booked for shows and I'm like, wow, I, I should not be here. <laughs> I should. Well, I have those shows too. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. It's like, oh, this is a get on up crowd. It's like, <laughs> exactly. no. My Celine Dion number is not going to go over well. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So um, it, it definitely helped with that too. Like it was a lot more um, uh, exposure to. Right. And that's what I tell girls like, cause we're getting ready to start another cycle. Um, and I've already gotten a couple messages from girls who are like, is it worth it? Is it a lot? And you'll never hear me say that it's not worth it because like it's exposure to people that may have never seen you before. You never know what they're, booking for and it pushes you outside of your comfort level and oh, like yeah. maybe gives you things like your lady tremaine number you probably would never have thought to do that if you no. wouldn't have um had that challenge i have numbers still to this day from drag wars that i did when i was was in it that i never would have thought to do but it does get you out there and i i know some queens in philly will be like i, I don't need to do that and I think you are an example of a queen who was established and looked at as an opportunity to push yourself out of your comfort zone. And yeah, I think you've been reaped the benefits. Which of, is exactly like why I did it. Like, yeah. Like, does, do, is it a lot of fucking time and oh my God, a yeah. lot of money? Yeah. But you get out of it what you put into it. Yeah. And like, you know, the, like, okay, I had an advantage because I make my own costumes. Right. But there are other people that had other advantages. Like, right. It, there are so many elements to it that, like, just because I can make my own costumes didn't mean anything. Like, I can make my own costumes and then, like, have a terrible mix. And frankly, and you know this because you're my mentor, I sent you a ton of mixes. And there were some that you were like, done. Go. And I helped like, you with I them. loved it. I didn't and make them for you them... like other mentors, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I made my mix. Hi, Ariel Versace. And then I sent it to you. <laughs> um, and some you were like, you need to cut 17 minutes out of that. <laughs> yeah. And then some you were like, okay, done. Like, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. just shut up and do it. Yeah. Like, so it, it's really cool because you also get to collaborate with the mentors, you know, like Brooklyn and Ariel and Mimi even too. Like, I, when there were things that you even said, like when there were things that you're like, if you get super stuck, you can text Mimi or, right. you know, message Mimi. And, and like... She's, there are so, and I also think it's good to do something like Drag Wars because there are so many fucking drag performers in this city that it's not like out of sight, <clears throat> out of mind. But like, if you're constantly like seeing someone and you have them in your like the back of your mind more like readily, be like, what? Who can I use for this? 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 Oh, I just saw her. She's great. Right. That's more helpful too in terms of getting gigs and opportunities and stuff because you're not. Not that you're forgotten about, but you are more like present in yeah, terms of well, people's in terms of what people have seen and will immediately recognize you when when going to see something. Yes, and also too, like especially with me because I had this very specific aesthetic, right. and a lot of people came up to me during the process and were like, "I had pegged you as just kind of like you know either goody two shoe or kind of burlesque sexy, only vintage. I'd never seen you do anything." new right and so what was cool about this is that it was an opportunity to get to do other stuff right like am i gonna go out and only do Nicki minaj now no <laughs> but <laughs> you're but. philadelphia's premier Nicki minaj impersonator 
It was. I think it was definitely. Worth did you it. have to do a Nicki Minaj song? No, oh. I almost did for the pageant because I was a cobra. But oh, because yeah, yeah. I overthink things, yeah, I was yeah, a cobra, yeah. so I didn't want to do anaconda. The one time I was up for elimination during um, during cycle three, I had to learn fucking Roman's Revenge uh. by Nicki Minaj. <laughs> I was like, really? And I still know it, but I was like, never, never will I have the opportunity. I had to learn milk money. Oh, that's why you had to learn milk money. I love that you call it milk money. Milk money. I had to learn milk money, (laughs) which was next to lunch money. And um, (laughs) you did have to learn milk money. Mm -hmm. That's funny. I remember that. Which had I had to do it, I would have had to have done in a snake outfit. (laughs) Which could have worked. It would have been a choice. That's funny. All right. I'm out of wine, so we're going to pause. Be right back. And we're back. I've switched, for anyone wondering, for all you listeners at home, (laughs) I've switched from Pinot Grigio to my signature Absolute Pear and Vodka. I mean, Absolute Pear and Vodka. (laughs) We'll fix that in post. (laughs) Absolute Pear and Soda. I'm not even that drunk. I had one glass of wine. God. So anyways, so before we leave the, um, the Drag Wars subject of conversation, so is there any advice you might have for a girl listening to this who's debating whether or not she wants to compete in the next cycle of Drag Wars as the current reigning winner. Yes. Um, I would say definitely do it. I really, I truly mean that. It is a crap ton of work, but it is super duper worth it. But if you're not ready to put in work and to let some of yourself go, then don't do it. Let some of yourself go. Yeah, like not in a bad, like not in a bad way. If you're ready to completely, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, like it, you, you, it is so like such a cool experience, and it was absolutely amazing. And I made mm-hmm. friends that I didn't know, and uh, like Ebola, Ebola Dix. Shout out to Ebola Dix, Todd Murdoch. Love him. He's probably right up the street, getting high right now as we speak. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. probably. So. Wait, probably what's that so. noise? Medicine. Do oh, not make God. now look. You just got you just got tequila on my Bob's discount furniture. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. God damn it. The ghost of Anita. It just you. smells like tequila everywhere. Sorry. It's fine. Alright, so finish up. So So yes, do it. I, I say do it and just like Nike said, just do it. And in in all honesty, you do not need insane costumes. There were plenty of weeks we didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. You know, like when we had political women. None of us really had anything that we needed an insane costume. Right. We needed a good number. Granted, that right. was the only week I was on the and bottom. And Ebola was awful, and she made it to top two. I know, right? Seriously. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> we love you, Ebola. Um, all right, so. All right, so let's ask some. Um, let's put like 20 questions. Okay. Okay. So let's see. So we know where Anita came from. What, where do you see Anita 10 years from now? Oh, geez. Um, let's see, 10 years from now, I will be, oh Christ, <laughs> I will be almost 50 fucking years old. How old are you? 36. Oh, okay. I didn't know you were older than me. I'm 34. Yeah. I just turned Oh, th- I feel so much younger now. <laughs> my waist and my age are both 34. <laughs> womp, womp. Oh my God. My waist and my age are the same too. <laughs> um, That's why God invented steel bone corsets. Thank you, orchardcorset.com. <laughs> I'm looking for sponsorship. <laughs> I also like orchardcorset.com. <laughs> Bing! <laughs> um, uh, wow, 10 years from now. Yeah. Uh, you know, 
I would like to think and hope that I'm still performing because it's, I, I love it and it's really, really fun. And I, so much of my drag has been for charity because mm-hmm. I, not only have I worked for the AIDS fund, but I've also Charity, done, I know her. I know, right? Charity, St. Cartier. <laughs> she makes wigs, right? <laughs> Shout out Chastity. That was a joke. Anyway. Hey, girl. Uh, you know, I've also worked for Action Aids and various other fundraisers and I love doing that. Like, I think that's, a huge part of me and I hope that I continue to get to do that or maybe even on a bigger scale. Nice. Um, yeah. So I just, I just hope I'm still doing it. What well, the hell I'm going to look like? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it can't be worse than that. Never mind. Um, so um, your favorite number, your, your go-to number, what is your go-to performance? Uh, like well, if someone said go perform right now, this would be like what your go-to is. Uh, I would have to say probably my drinking number. Describe the drinking number for those who don't know what it is. Okay. Because I've seen it and it's, and I, I, it's flawless. Kind of a, kind of a weird thing to describe, but, uh, it's a song called When I'm Drunk, I'm Beautiful, sung by Angela Lansbury. Yes, I love her. Is it really sung by Angela Lansbury? Yeah. Oh God. It's a little known Jerry Herman musical, Jerry Herman who wrote Hello Dolly and very, Mac and Mabel, a bunch of amazing musicals. And I know. Mame. Yeah, and Mame. Uh, and the musical is called Pretty Bell. I have no idea what it's about. I have no idea. Uh, yeah, no idea. Uh, and it involves me in a big giant ball gown, which frankly is like a Tuesday for me. <laughs> but um, just a simple run to the store look. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's kind of this uh, reverse burlesque kind of thing where there are just various size liquor bottles that come out of various parts of my dress. Mm-hmm. And they start with airport bottles and go to flasks and go to a pint. And then I pull an entire bottle of quote unquote tequila from under my skirt and drink the entire thing yes. uh, in this big Southern Belle kind of ball gown. Um, it gets a really good response. I love it because that was your audition song for, yeah, for Drag Wars. That right? was my audition song. I yeah. do have to say it, it either it is black or white. Either people love it or people look at me like I've lost my entire fucking mind. Um, but it's, I feel like it's well, me to a T. Yeah. Like it's a big insane ball gown with a bunch of extravagant jewelry. And right. then I whip out a bottle of tequila from under my hoop skirt. But my favorite part of it is, is that every time I do it, more than one person will come up to me and ask me how I'm still standing <laughs> after I just drank all of that. Because they think it's real. Yeah. The magic of the theater. I'm like, it's iced tea and water. <laughs> womp womp. I mean, will I probably pee myself? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're like, um, I'm getting a urinary tract infection <laughs> right now as we speak. Um, so, okay. So, what is, what's your most embarrassing drag story ever? I'm sure there's a better one, but I'll tell this one in the meantime. There's got to be something better than this. I, the first time I did Drag Arena <laughs> at Eye Candy. Tell this story, then I have a story for you. Okay. Uh, first time I did Drag Arena at Eye Candy. Hey, Alavera. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Um, was Broadway week. She's, which... cur- she's current, probably right now getting chlamydia somewhere as we speak. <laughs> uh, and I did, I think it was like Mine Hair or something. And for anyone who has ever been to Eye Candy in Philadelphia, there's a little tiny stage and the steps are little tiny steps. And I took one and took them all at the same time, and I went flat on my ass. I think I recovered. I think I recovered well. I got booted first. Um, you did? It was the first time. Yeah, it was the first. Who else was in it? Uh, Avada, who was also in my cycle. Oh, God. You lost uh, to her? Shit, who else was in it? 
We'll edit that out in post. Uh, um, uh, Henry from Venture. Oh, uh, Anastasia Beach. Yes. Uh, who I fucking adore. They let her out of her cave. Good they, for her. They did. It was she had a day pass. <laughs> uh, Love you, Henry. Um, yeah. So that was it. Was the first time I had ever fallen on stage as a boy or a girl. That was me this past Friday night. Did I tell you? No. I, so I, the lovely Anita Manhattan made me uh, a replica of the <laughs> shame nun from uh, fucking uh, Game, of Game of Thrones. And this past Friday at Eye Candy for their Super Bitch, which is a cosplay show, <laughs> I'm doing my shame nun, shame number, and bit it down those stairs in the middle of my uh. second number. Because I caught the edge of my heel on the back of the... How hard did you go? Um, I mean, I, I fell on my ass. Luckily, I didn't fall forward. But yeah, yes, that was yeah, my I first fell... time falling. I was, like, when it started, I was like, I'm going to go ass over tin cups in front of all these fucking people. <laughs> Literally, like... And of course, fucking Carly. Shout out to Carly. Hey, girl. Carly has it on her fucking phone. Like, of course you do. <laughs> of course you do. I'm, I'm sure there's something else awful that has happened to me. I mean, there have been plenty of times I've been too, You just have suppressed it. I've been too drunk <laughs> and I shouldn't have performed or I because did a number that I memories. thought I knew. Yeah. Or a number that I thought was going to be good. Yeah. And was terrible. Yeah, we all have those. Yeah. Look, shout out to my Bill Cosby number that um, managed to offend every lesbian in, in Philadelphia. <laughs> shout out. Um, so, okay, so... Um, let's see. Your biggest pet peeve. It could be, it doesn't have to be drag related. I mean, it would be more fun if it was drag related, but like what annoys, okay. What annoys you about baby queens? Um, slash pet peeve about drag in general. I, I would have to say, I think that a big problem with, especially give with, us some wisdom with some baby queens. Uh, and I think this happens in general too, but I think that there is a stigma of what you should be as a drag queen and how mm -hmm. you should act as a drag queen. Mm -hmm. And I hate, I have a super pet peeve about bad, like, dressing room manner. Mm, like, that bugs uh, the shit out of me. me like, because too. none of us have a ton of space and none of us have, like, you know, like, but a lot of us have big ass costumes and, like, we just, you know, kind of carve out our own little, like, oh, here's my right. drag, blah, blah. But I can't hang with the, like, coming in with an entourage or yeah. being super reedy and bitchy for no reason. Like, and maybe this is the actor thing. Like, if you're, like, you can be a cunt on stage, word, whatever. But, like, just don't be a bitch backstage. Like, have fun. So we didn't even touch on that. Like, you, so you can't come from a theater background yeah, as yeah. well. So you performed doing musicals mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff long before, um, well, I guess not long before, but... but Yeah, I mean, starting when I was in, like, sixth grade. Fine. So... We have that in common. Yeah. So, and you, do you still do, or not really? Uh, I haven't for a while. I would love to again. The last thing I actually did was uh, I was a um, cover. I was an accidental swing. <laughs> um, for for non-theater people, swings are covers for particular parts and normally they are very well rehearsed uh i had designed gypsy at the ritz theater in new jersey and the girl playing mazeppa my friend jacqueline hey girl uh got really really sick and i got a call saturday morning and the director was like hey <laughs> wanna be what are you doing tonight and i was like i can't do that he was like well you've seen the show a lot and i'm like yeah i've seen a lot of shows a lot i'm not gonna be able to bounce in and do like 
a singing part with dancing and But that's an lines. easy fucking role to, to swing into because she it, doesn't have to sound good. No. She doesn't have to, like, move well. That's, but there was a full choreographed number, though. What? Gotta get a gimmick? Yeah. But, I mean, she can be, like, they're supposed to be bad strippers. Uh, yeah, but still. And, but yeah. she has a lot of lines. That's true. Oddly yeah. enough. Um, so I got to You'll do that. you pod me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was amazing. I love doing that. And yeah. I would like to do something else. Um, I, I haven't been a boy on stage for a really long time. Because <laughs> right before me that, either. I was Gymnasia in Forum. Oh, wow. But I was also Mitch in Streetcar. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to you theater fags listening to this yeah. who know the, those two references. Who know the... Uh, the very different kind of... Do you want to hear a funny swing story? Of course I do. Um, so, um, when I lived in Baltimore, the Baltimore area, I had um, several friends uh, who were in... There's this dinner theater down there in the D.C. area called Toby's Dinner Theater. Shout out to Baltimore Theater friends. Um, that is, like, for dinner theater, it's excellent quality. Nice. I auditioned there a few times, was never talented enough to get cast. <laughs> but they decided, when the rights became available to Cats, they oh. were... Cats was the longest-running Broadway musical, so it was, in turn, going to be the longest-running musical at Toby's. So Uh, they booked it for, like, eight months. And they, like, the cast grew to hate it, so they would just, like, call out last minute. And I had several friends who were like, well, I can't fucking do anything tonight because I got to learn skimble shanks in three hours. (laughs) Like, I got to go fucking be the railway cat at... (laughs) And then at the two o'clock matinee, and it's eleven o'clock, and we were supposed to go to Towson Town Center together. It's like, womp womp, gotta go learn skimble shanks. One of my best friends, who I've seen in forever, and one of my ex roommates, uh, Mike Angelini, was at skimble. I believe he was skimble shanks when the Ritz did it. Skimble shanks and railway cats. I'm sorry, but I hate cats. I hate cats as well. I hate <laughs> cats. Um, I'm sorry, and I have like really good it friends is. that have been in like national productions of it. I fucking hate it. Um, sorry. I'm sorry. My mom, um, who is a, well, likes anything, is like, I just can't sit through that again. I, I just can't sit through cats. I, it, yeah, it makes me want to punch myself in the face <laughs> until I pass out. But he used, Mike used to get so mad at me, poor Mike Angelini, because he was really proud of it. He was fucking amazing because he's a great dancer. But every night I would try to call him something different. And it would, <laughs> he would just get like low-key pissed off about it. I'd be like, oh, what's up, Skibbly Fox? Skibbly Scoop? Skibbly What's up, Scooby Snacks? Like, I'm sure our neighbors just got sick and tired of Mike Angelini screaming, it's fucking Skibble Shanks! <laughs> or whatever. I don't, can't even say it right. That's funny. Yeah, I hate that show. God, I hate that show. So, um, Sorry, cats. So anyway, moral of the story, be a nice be a nice lady. Yeah, in the don't suck room. backstage. Yeah. Oh, and also, too. And we've all, we've all worked with that one girl who's just like a Debbie Downer in yeah. the dressing room. Or that one well, bitch. Well, yeah, that's a whole different thing, too. The girls that are downers. Not just the girls that are Or the are bitch cunts. that, like, do you have hairspray? Do you have nail glue? Do you have this? Do you have a, do you have a, a ring? Do you, do you have, have boobs? Like, bring your own shit. Do you have a wig? Like, seriously. Like, bring your own shit. Like, have I been guilty of stealing hairspray once or twice? Yes. Oh, yeah, me too. But I'm I am also, then. like, I have learned to, like, leave shit in my suitcase so that I always have it. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. Yeah. Um... Wait, there was now something. we sound like old bitchy. Ladies. I know, right? That's what happens well, when I you're know. on cocktail number two or three. But there was something else to do with the the backstage etiquette. Oh, but also too, 
really think about it, girls. On fucking stage, there are numbers to be bitchy and there are numbers to be nice. And the audience really picks up on that. What do you mean? Like, I feel like there are some girls that A, constantly just have bitch face. Yeah. Shout out to Satine Harlow. <laughs> we'll have her on the show soon. Just kidding. Um, yeah, I agree. And then there's also, I feel like it's something to be said about, like, knowing what you bring to the table and not having an overinflated sense of, like, know your strengths, know your weaknesses. Don't, don't act like you're the best thing since sliced bread when you've been around for five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that. Or if you've been around for five years. Yeah. Like... I feel like we are very blessed in Philadelphia because we have a really giant drag scene. Amen. And there are... I'm waving my hand up in the air. You can't see it. She is. She's like, yeah. Yes, queen. Um, mm-hmm. And we have a really kind of cool mix. Mm-hmm. I feel like of the girls that are working and really trying, we have a really cool mix of like... Right. Weird and classic and old school and right. new There's school something for everybody. There's the devil girls. There's the comedy girls. Yeah. There's, like, there's the girls that want to do dance mixes with 82 whip sounds. There's yeah. the li- There's a live singing shows. Yep. There's burlesque shows. Yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, so I, I think we're really... We are very blessed. We're really lucky for that, and I feel like we all in the community, in the drag community, need to be like, all right, word, that's what you do. And I will I say, do you that. have the, you have, I have never heard anyone say, well, aside from one person whose name we won't mention, <laughs> who's currently training for the Kentucky Derby. Um, I've never heard anyone say a negative thing about you. Like, you are one of the girls who's always like, oh my God, I love her. So good for you. I'm happy about that. You've managed to fool everyone. I know, right? To, to let, um, let, uh, uh, everyone think that you're no you are you're wonderful and you are always like a pleasure to be around and you're always like one of those girls that like I know I can just count on to always like bring a professional attitude always like have her shit turned in on time always like know that you're not gonna get half assed and I appreciate that and that's some shit that gets you booked yeah like literally like that's what people n- want to work with fucking around turn with your, your music in on time do what's asked of you don't show up like disheveled and or late or not on yeah. time, and that's what yeah, that's what I look. That'll for get you asked back. That's what gets you asked back. Mm-hmm. Like you, you as a performer is what gets you asked or invited to do a show. Being like a kind person and on time with your shit, not just getting there, but like right. your music and stuff, is what gets you like booked again. So, um, we're at like 41 minutes, so we're going to wrap it up. Um, so tomorrow I just read, um, is the announcement of RuPaul's Drag Race season nine. Um, have you ever auditioned, um, for Drag Race or thought about it? I've thought about it. You have experience with other quote unquote reality shows, (laughs) right? I do. Tell everyone about that. Um, I, I was almost cast on, uh, two reality TV shows. That no longer exists. Hoarding Buried Alive. And, uh, and, um, and I didn't know I was pregnant. My 600 pound life. I didn't know I was pregnant. Um, <laughs> and I didn't know it's I was hoarding. hoarding. I, I didn't know I was hoarding a baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, there was a, a, an ill-conceived uh, knockoff of Project Runway that uh, Tommy Hofinger did. And I made it into final casting. I didn't know about this. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it now. Uh, it was on, literally, they did one season. 
and I don't even know if it was a whole season. I made it into final casting for that. And then um, I did audition for Project Runway, and I made it to video casting for Project Runway. And then they were not nice to me, and I mouthed off on them. <gasps> I didn't even know about any of this. I was talking about other shit that I knew about. Yeah, but, I um, mouthed off to the panel, and I'm pretty sure that's one of the reasons shut I didn't get on. <laughs> well, no, so what had happened you is You told that, Heidi Klum to go fuck herself. No, <laughs> no but Tim Gunn was there. Your eyes are in or you're out. Well, then shoves your head up your ass. <laughs> No, what happened was how Reader's Digest this. So what Reader's Digest, for everyone who's not 140 years old like me, is an old person's magazine that is like short. I'll phonograph stories. this for you kitties. I'll give you a Werther's I'll get. I'll um, give you a spearmint leaf out of my purse. So you're supposed to bring three examples of your work. And one of my examples was one of my friends, one of my really good friends, came to me and said, I just got invited to this insane black tie wedding. I have nothing to wear. And it was two days away. So I blew out this gown. It was great. But the inside was not pretty at all. And they called me out on the inside. And I said, listen, this is what I do for a living. And I can tell you right now. If I opened up everybody else's shit from every other season, oh, is it going to be finished on the inside? And that was when they asked me to leave. (laughs) (laughs) That's when he was removed. That was when I was removed. Kicking and screaming. Tim Gunn was there? Yeah. With my friend in a ball gown that had been standing in a ball gown. For five and a half hours. Fuck up. My friend Jenny Ball. Oh, love her. Uh, And then I also, uh, the casting director from the Tommy Hilfiger show called me five years later uh, to do a Vivica Fox styling show on VH1. Vivica Fox of um, Black Thunder male stripper shows fame now? It was Glam God with Vivica Fox on VH1. And it was the first season. And uh, I was his top five. And v, the VH1 producers were like, no. Um, and I think it's a truly, maybe, I don't know. I just think it's because I'm not fucking nuts. Because the guy that they got to fill the kind of quote-unquote old school aspect got thrown off the show because he didn't show up because he was drunk <laughs> at 11 a.m. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so I, but wait, I, so I was bringing up, didn't you like do some shit where it was like, like escaping Amish or some shit or Amish oh, no. mafia I, I or whatever. Worked, I worked on Amish mafia, but that's what I was, what I was referring to. No, I wasn't on. Oh but yeah, like no. you have experience like with like. Oh reality. sorry, uh, yeah, no, I have experience. But no, but this is other shit is is, is fascinating. Oh yeah, no, I thought you were like getting almost cast on them. Not For like, sure. Yeah, no, I, I didn't worked, know about any of that. I was I, just talking about the fucking Amish mafia. I worked shit. in the uh, the art department of Amish mafia. What now? Was Amish mafia real? Totes. <laughs> <laughs> Totes real. Totes real. Totes real. Totes real. So you do have experience. So wow. So that's fun. So you yeah, do. I yeah. I and I've thought. I have definitely thought about auditioning for Drag Race. I have not yet. You have not yet. I have not yet. It's a lot. It is. I've done it the last two years. It's a fucking lot. Yeah. And I haven't heard anything. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert! Not gonna be on cycle nine. Um, but I do know that at least it was viewed this past year. It was viewed three times. So. I, I think I would like to try it just because, yet again, it's another, like... Yeah. I feel like we're fortunate enough here in Philly that, like, if it happens... I've always had, like, the um, outlook. Like, if it happens, it happens. I'm going to try. Yeah. If there's anything else that I do, I'm going to put my effort into it. I'll do, the, I'll do the best that I can. If it happens, it happens. If not, I'm, I'm fucking working five days a week here on top of my day job. Yeah. So, it is. I, it and is I totally is. agree with that. I... I, for the longest time, was like, eh, I don't know, meow, meow, whatever. And then after, so confession, I didn't watch it until last season. Really? Uh-huh. 
Um, for no real particular reason, I just didn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, I lied. I watched Mimi's season. I did see that season, which was two, three. three. Um, but I don't know. Like I, 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 I wasn't. Not that I hated it or anything. I just, right. I just didn't really watch it. Yeah. After having watched it, now I'm like, okay, I think it would be fun because I feel like I have a different, little bit of a different aesthetic. Yeah. And personality. I think you would be interesting to go in there because you do have an aesthetic that's similar to someone, say, like Violet Tchotchke, mm-hmm. but like yours isn't like the Didavantis, like rail thin like bitchy pin up thing you're more like you have that same aesthetic but it's more like well rounded it's, it's, it's a not just bawdier. lingerie yeah hers is just like fucking lingerie and and she's a cunt to be around yeah but yeah I it's gonna be it's I, I'm, I'm shocked honestly that no one from Philadelphia has been on it because we do have such a vibrant base of people but you know it's who's to say what'll happen in the future I'm excited to see the announcement tomorrow because there's rumors of girls that are on it and I've had the pleasure of meeting a few of them a few times. So it'll be nice to see. Hopefully good things happen. To but nobody from here, Good right? people. No, no one from here. Some New York girls that um, um, have been down in Philly. So we're going to wrap things up here shortly. Um, okay, so now I remember. Um, so you've said it very uh, briefly. You have a little bit of a... Meow obsession. <laughs> For those who are friends with Anita socially, she likes to insert the word meow into possibly every fucking thing. So I want you to just... <laughs> I was going to like make you like play a game where you like had to sing song lyrics, but like insert the word meow in front in, in certain words. But like what, where did the... So, so just like... Like, hi, Anita. How are you? Oh, hey, meow. Meow. How are you doing, meow? Meow, meow. So what the fuck is the meow uh, obsession? So the meow thing came from... from Because you're a huge fan of cats. Yeah, huge. So by the way, I just listened to a little bit of our audio, and you can hear our drinks (laughs) clinking in the background. And I think it provides ambient noise. Totally It's soothing. It's like being in the womb. Fall asleep to us. (laughs) Fall asleep. We are white noise. (laughs) It's like being in an alcoholic womb. (laughs) <laughs> anyways. anyways so explain the meow uh well it it truly came from super troopers the movie um really with the meow game that they play in the very oh, beginning I've never fucking seen that. uh it's hilarious uh i am a gay man i've never seen that shit fucking watch it it's hilarious uh i love dude humor so uh it's amazing yeah bro they, yeah yeah what's up yeah what's up hook you what's up uh, so they play this meow game where they insert meow into things. And then, uh, one of my really close friends, Ken, uh, and I used to do it playing while we played rugby and we would do it on the field just cause it was hilarious and confusing to people. And then it just kind of became a good, like, I don't know, like, meow, 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 meow. You know, like if you don't really know how you feel and someone's like, yeah, yeah. Hey, how do you feel today? Mm, meow, 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 meow. It just, it just works. No, I'll be like having a conversation with you at brunch and you'll just be like, <laughs> So meow, and then the meow meow over the table, and meow 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 meow. I'm like, are we in a fucking like meow mix commercial? Yeah. Like whiskers or whatever the fuck that. It also helps for drag when you don't know your words. That's true. Instead of watermelon, screw watermelon. Just like meow 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 meow. Meow 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 meow. Meow meow meow. All right. Well, Anita, you have been a pleasure. 
Thank you. Any any uh, parting words? Famous last words? I have no famous last words. I hope uh, I hope nothing's last yet. Anything you'd like to say to our what I'm hoping will be legions of listeners? Um, I'm excited to be the first. It's the first time you that have popped my cherry. First time in a been, long time that I've it's been. It's been since I was 13 years old. I was I po- I'm say, just kidding. It's been that's, a long that's, time. That's, that's that's a lie. She I was, was nine. Like, I was. Yeah. Um. <laughs> It's been a long time. I, that's, I've been I can't even first. joke. I would say like it was the babysitter, but I, my mom kept daycare in our house, so that's why. It's the babysitter. Um, no, it was it was definitely like sophomore year of college. Womp womp. Hey, me Anyways. too. Cheers! Yeah. yeah. Um. So thank you, Nita Manhattan. Thanks, Um Dad. Anything? Any shit you want to plug? Plug uh, your shit. No, I, I threw out the you know my love for the eighth fun Philly. Come, okay. Come to Gay Bingo. We both do brunch at yes, Chibo. We, we do brunch every Saturday and Sunday. At uh, Chibo Italiano Ristorante, which is Italian for Italian restaurant. I make that joke a lot. It's not a pretty funny like joke. It, I enjoy it. Um, on, the, on the corner of 13th and um, Walnut. Uh, Walnut. Did you see? So I, one of my jobs, not to hijack, this, we'll probably edit this out. Maybe not. But we're still um, talking. We're still talking. Um, I, part of my day job managing a dental office is that I do our social media. Right. And I like pay attention to our like our Yelp reviews and our online uh, status. And so sometimes I'll like go to like other Yelp pages of places that oh, I, I keep, go to a lot like I Taboo keep meaning to and go to Chibo the, and I can't even stuff. To the Chibo. <laughs> Someone posted from Chibo uh, on the Chibo Yelp page from like a week or two ago. Brunch. <laughs> Food was okay. Talent was also okay. Mostly lip syncing. One of them sang. Three stars. <laughs> like, are you familiar with what drag queens do? What the fuck do you want us to do? Cartwheels and shit? Most of them lip sync. One of them sang. Seriously. So wait. So what, do- <laughs> what the fuck do you think? We- Next time I'll do balloon animals. Sorry. Cause of- <laughs> Cause of- I'll pop pearls out of my twat. Wait, like wait, fucking um, oh dear. Priscilla. When we did um, Broadway Week and we did the Skylar Sisters, it's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And so when I get bored, I read the the comments because they're hilarious. Yeah, so many of them are like, were they lip syncing? Because I don't really think they sound that good live. No shit. No one knows. Yeah. Because we're dudes. Yes, we're lip syncing. <laughs> like, did you? First of all, I also love the fact that they were like, we. Li- it was the Broadway recording. Like, yeah. were like, they listening? Hi, I am not Renee Elise <laughs> Goldsberry, <laughs> just to let you but know. But thanks that you think that I could sound <laughs> even remotely close to her. Thank you. Yes. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right, Anita, you've been a pleasure. This has been fun. Join us soon for the next episode of Bevelations. Oh, this is Bevelations 1-1. One, one. One. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>